Good morning and welcome. I am Reverend Cassandra Ray, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock, and I am so grateful to be in community with you today. Our weekly Sunday gatherings are a lifeline for me, and I truly hope that they are a lifeline for you too. May this space serve as a refuge from your fears and worries. May it be an incubator for your dreams and inspirations, and may it be a source of empowering ideas that reveal your spiritual magnificence. And as we begin our gathering today, I respectfully acknowledge that I live and work on the traditional unceded territory of the Coast Salish nations, including Kwikwetlem, Tisleiwatuth, and the Stalo nations. And now let us ground our time together in the heart, in truth, and in spirit. I invite you to turn within and close your eyes if you feel comfortable. And just touching into that space inside where the divine is living, loving, and guiding each one of us at all times. There is this divine pattern of perfection, spirit itself, the source of all life, that is flowing to everyone at all times. And I know that it is pure, unconditional love, that it is infinite intelligence, such divine wisdom. I know that it is expressing through everyone and everything, and that includes me. That includes each one here this day. How good it is to know that the spirit is fully alive and well and channeling through each one of us here. So what I know of this time together is that it is a beloved experience of connection and inspiration. I affirm that each one of us is fed and inspired at a soul level that each one of us might then live our purpose loud and proud in our everyday life, knowing that as each one of us actualizes that it is spirit coming alive. And I absolutely love it when spirit is alive and well in each one of us humans right here and now. I am so grateful for everyone who is showing up to be together to remember truth this day. I am so grateful to be hand in hand in spiritual community, remembering and knowing that we never have to take a step in this life on our own. Not only do we have each other, but the divine itself is right here, the ground of all being moving us forward and how good it is to remember that today. With love and gratitude, with hope and possibility, I release my word into the divine law of mind, knowing it is done, all is well. I say yes to this prayer, and so it is. So today, we are on the brink of everything with Parker Palmer. 
that's our book of the month. And yeah, when he says on the brink of everything, it, he means at the end of life. Yeah, because he's 80. And although he's not on his deathbed, thankfully, he wrote a book about his reflections on life and living it, how, how he found purpose and meaning and how for each one of us to stay engaged as we age and, and how to stay connected. Like last week, we talked about connecting across generations. And so this week, he says, and I quote, the laws of nature that dictate the sunset dictate our demise. But how we travel the arc between our own sunrise and sunset is ours to choose. Will it be denial, defiance, or collaboration? Yeah, we are traveling this arc between our own sunrise and sunset. And how, how do we choose to do that? And those of you who work with me on the leadership team for for CSL White Rock will know that I love to collaborate. <laughs> and, and I also love the dictionary. So of course, I looked up collaborate when I uh, sat down. It was the first thing I did when I sat down to write this talk. And collaborate means to work together with others to achieve a common goal. Hmm, I love that working together with others to achieve a common goal. So then I started to think about, well, what, what is our common goal in life? What would that be? So I looked up goal in the science of mind by Dr. Ernest Holmes. He's the founder of all CSLs. And I found this quote on page 434, for those of you who like to read it yourself. An evolved soul judges no one, condemns no one, but realizes that all are on the road of experience, seeking the same goal, and that each must ultimately find their home in heaven. Hmm. Find their home in heaven. Well, heaven tends to have a lot of meanings, a, a lot of different meanings. Um, and we can kind of go to more traditional definitions when we're in this kind of spiritual community space. So, of course, I went to the Science of Mind glossary to, to then be reminded of what we mean when we say heaven. And so from the glossary, it says, heaven is a state of happiness. Heaven is within. It revolves about us. It is the result of the atmosphere of conviction which our thought awakens within us. The kingdom of heaven is unformed, unlimited, unconditioned. And heaven is not a place, a locality. It is a state of being. We do not make it real, for it is eternal reality. So heaven is a state of consciousness. And it's both universal and individual. So the felt experience of heaven is universal. 
and how any of us might come to feel that experience is individual. So we all have our own path. We're all walking this life, having our own, this road of experience. We're all on our own road of experience. And hopefully one of the goals is to experience this state of consciousness called heaven. And thankfully, there is something within you that is guiding you toward your home in heaven. So in The Science of Mind, on page 469, it says, There is a divine urge within, ever pushing us forward to the goal. And so what is that divine urge? Because this is our roadmap. So, I mean, because I want a roadmap. <laughs> it's funny. I don't go anywhere without my GPS on these days, right? <laughs> I, I want a roadmap. I, I want that lovely little voice to tell me when to turn. And I want her to tell me with plenty of time to, to do so. <laughs> so what is this divine urge? Well, it is from the glossary, the inner desire to express life. So this desire to do and accomplish more, to be more completely happy, prosperous, and well is right. It's a part of that eternally progressive spirit of unfoldment, and we should surrender the entire situation to the working of intelligence with the conviction that intelligence will use us as a perfect channel. Wow. Yeah. So you are part of the eternally progressive spirit of unfoldment. And there's a divine intelligence that is working behind the scenes to bring about your individualized experience of a universal heaven. And, and this is not in the afterlife. <laughs> This is right here, right now, within this human road of experience. And I think it's just amazing to remember that this divine intelligence is using you as a perfect channel for this expanded expression of love. This expanded expression of love. Why love? Because love is part of the divine plan. So the study course in the science of mind says that says this about the divine plan, that it is referring to the nature of the divine being. That is, if God is love, then the divine plan is love. The inevitable necessity that the creative spirit shall project its own nature into experience in order that it may know itself. So this divine intelligence is love and its divine plan is also love. And in order to experience it, in order to actualize itself, it has projected itself into you and then has also created within you a divine urge or what I call an internal guidance system that leads you to your own personal experience of heaven that helps to create a collective consciousness of joy, harmony, and prosperity 
that elevates the vibration of all humanity. <laughs> like, I think that is so cool. <laughs> and that's what I'm about. And guess what? Aging is a part of this divine plan. What? That's right. Humanity is divinely designed. Like we didn't have to be created this way. Like this cycle of life, this being born, growing up, walking this road of experience, having our own sunset, experiencing death and returning to the source. It didn't have to be that way. Right? But it is. This is the road of experience that we are all walking. Each one of us is somewhere between our own sunrise and sunset. And my hope is that, man, do we make the most of it while we're here. And so what I want you to consider is that your ability to experience heaven is available to you at every age you experience, and it's available right now. And contrary to what some advertisers would like you to believe, you can't purchase this experience. <laughs> and turning back the clock isn't going to bring you any closer to it. No, it's not. It's interesting because Parker Palmer says in his book, and I quote, it's because of the diminishments of age, not in spite of them, but because of them, that I often find myself in awe as I stand on the brink of everything. So what if this natural process of aging is bringing into focus what truly matters to you? And what if you are more able to be a perfect channel for divine intelligence as you age? And what if standing on the brink of everything is the most powerful place to stand? Parker Palmer writes, looking back, I'm awed by the way that embracing everything from what I got right to what I got wrong invites the grace of wholeness. And when psychologist Florida Scott Maxwell was 85, she wrote, you need only claim the events of your life to make yourself yours. When you truly possess all you have been and done, you are fierce with reality. I want to be fierce with reality. And I want to feel the grace of wholeness. You know, each one of us is being invited to embrace everything about ourselves and our experience so that we can truly possess ourselves and find our home in heaven. And I'm not talking about, you know, condoning abuse or letting people mistreat you, even yourself. I'm talking about taking yourself into your own arms with love, understanding, and compassion so that you can fulfill the divine plan of love. And collaborating with aging is about being engaged in living your life to the fullest and to the best of your ability as you already are right now. Not tomorrow, 
not when you get that degree or lose weight or blah, blah, blah. Mm -mm. It is right now, the body you're in, the place you're at. You know, we get these messages from the culture that we must be productive in order to be valuable. And I see this as one of like the challenges with getting older, the ways in which we can be productive as we age are different than maybe what society puts out there as what's valuable. So I want you to think about how when you measure your worth by your productivity, who benefits? So, so I want you to think about this. Who benefits when you measure your worth by your productivity, by what you do? Who benefits from that? This is part of our critical thinking. And you know, this reminds me of my first year at Deloitte. So right after I, I graduated college, I went to work at a, one of those huge public accounting firms. Uh, it's funny, back in the day when I graduated, there were eight of them. I think there's four now or something like that. Um, but I went to work at this like huge, you know, international, you know, company accounting firm. And one of the things that the first years did was they, they would work and, and it was like a competition. Who could work the most hours? Who could have the most billable hours? And it was some sort of like badge of like, I don't know, you were like so cool if you like worked all night or didn't get any sleep, you know? And, and it was as if working crazy hours that were really a detrimental to your health was like um, proving that you were valuable, that you had job security, that they really needed you. Who did that benefit? Who did that benefit? That culture of productivity, who did it benefit? And my guess is that, that the, the company could actually hire less first years than they actually needed because of that culture. So today I'm asking you to let go of productivity and this innate need to be productive. And I'm asking you to embrace purpose, purpose. So we're letting go with one hand productivity and the need to be productive and the need to measure our value by what we do. And I want you to embrace your purpose. So you might be asking, well, what's my purpose? I've got an answer. <laughs> purpose can be, it can be anything. And I want, and I'm going to um, ask you to think about it in three ways. Purpose can be what you're passionate about. That's number one. What are you passionate about? Number two, purpose can be what you're angry about. So what are you angry about? And number three, it can be what you're curious about. So what do you want to know more about? So I'll just recap really quickly. What are you passionate about? 
What are you angry about? Or what do you want to know more about? And as you go about asking yourself these questions, I want you to pay close attention to what energizes you. Because your energy is part of that divine urge that is guiding you toward your individual expression of divine purpose. And so as you explore your unique purpose, I want to remind you that you do not need permission to pursue what's meaningful to you. You don't need permission. Oh, I learned this lesson about not needing permission to pursue what's meaningful for you from Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg died on Friday and she was the second woman ever appointed to the Supreme Court of the United States. She was a trailblazer for women. We, we get to appreciate our freedom and rights as humans, women do, because partially because of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I remember watching one of the two documentaries that's about her, not recently, I watched it when it first came out in the theater. And I remember watching the story of her life and, and being so blown away how no one gave her permission to do what she did. She just went and did it. And what was interesting about her is she wasn't, she wasn't trying to change things per se. She wasn't going out there and saying, this is wrong and you have to change. She just did it. She just showed up. And in fact, she answered those questions. What was she passionate about? Having her own ability to live her purpose in her life, to be educated and to be independent. What was she angry about? The fact that women weren't allowed to have their own bank accounts, that women would get fired because they got pregnant, which happened to her. And what did she want to know more about? She wanted to know more about what was possible when women were considered human. And I have to tell you that when she died on Friday, like, that was hard. <laughs> I mean, it took this, the wind out of the sails. You know what I mean? Like, it felt like, like hope was dying with her, that her sunset meant our sunset. And, and I, I have so many reasons to justify why it felt like that, but I wanna tell you that in order for me to be able to show up for you today, I had to be with how I felt about this and I had to find that ray of light. And here's, what spirit brought to me. RBG, who she's known as, right? RBG is not the source of gender equity. She was an amazing expression 
of gender equity. And she was of service to gender equity. She worked right up until the day she died at the age of 87. And each one of us is being called to rise up and to be of service to our purpose. And I want you to remember that your purpose isn't a secret you have to discover. It's something you feel strongly about. And the Science of Mind glossary says purpose is determination with incentive. So you can make up any purpose you want. Simply decide what to be determined about. Parker Palmer says, all I need to do is keep living as one among many as well as I can, hoping to help myself and others grow ripe with life and love as we stand under the sun. May each one of us grow ripe with life and love, hand in hand, following that divine urge, helping each other to find our way home in heaven right here and right now. Because we are the projection of spirit itself and healing happens in us, through us, as us. Let us live our purpose out loud, proud, at all ages, until that sunset, that inevitable sunset comes. I am showing up for you and with you because you are deeply loved. And so it is. Hey, thanks for tuning in. We're supported 100% by your generous contributions. If you found value in this episode, please give online at csl-whiterock.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter so that you'll be notified of future episodes as well as ways to connect, learn, and grow. Thank you and abundant blessings on your path.